0: Hey everybody, you have found, I can, I will, I'm worth it, with Lady Bolding. Now my name's Clint Powell, I'm not the voice you were expecting. I'm just letting you know that this is a podcast mashup, where two podcasts share the same conversation. I had this conversation with Amy originally uh, last week on During the Break podcast, and we thought, she thought, she's the one in charge, she thought she would share it on her platform so you could enjoy it as well. So, Let's do a podcast. The new book is not out yet. As far as I know, she can bring us up to speed on it. It's called Spilling the Tea, uh, written by Amy Bolden. And I am glad that I get to call her friend. It's Lady B. I'm sorry. I see it. here, Here you come. Let me get that off the screen and let's bring Amy up in three, two, one. What's up, Amy? Can you hear us? Yes,
1: I can hear you. Hello, Clint. So glad to be back.
0: I forgot Lady B. Now, is that your pen name or is it on here somewhere? Because I can't see the fine print. Does it say Amy Bolding?
1: It does. I believe okay. on the cover it says Lady B, but on the back at, of the book, you'll see that my full name is on there.
0: How's so, life before we jump into stuff?
1: You know, it is really good. I'll be honest. I'm so ready for spring. I, I did like the winter. It was very chilly. Uh, But the gloom, I was not prepared for the gloom. It was very dark several days in a row out here. And I was like, Seattle? Seattle? No, I'm in Georgia. So I'm looking forward to spring. Definitely looking forward to spring.
0: Yeah, we have. It seemed like there was about a two or three week span where it was rain or rain-ish every day. And it was driving me insane. I I love winter. But if it's going to be cold, I I like melancholy days. I like that. But at some point, bring the snow with the cold or <laughs> let's get warm. I like snow. We ain't getting any snow. I'm like, okay, well, we're not getting the snow. Get rid of the cold. Mm-hmm. That's my theory. Um, last time we talked, we're going to talk about your book and how you got there. But last time we talked, you were walking. Yes. Are you still walking? Cause you moved from California, correct? And you were kind of enamored by the animals and the cows and the, the flowers, the flowers. Yeah.
1: Um, at that time, I was staying off and on in a place called Pikeville because I was getting my move completed and the cows would walk with me. And I thought that was just the most amazing thing I had ever experienced is the cows just follow you through the pasture. That was amazing. Right. So, uh, no, I'm not really walking anymore. Um, okay. I'm jogging. I-, I have upgraded, Clint. Wow. I've upgraded. And not just one mile, but we're talking about two. I came into the year strong. Two-mile jog. Two-mile jog.
0: So you told me this and you said you started, you went from walking to, to jogging. How did you feel the next day? See, I've tried to go back and jog with my, like, I just turned my birthday and I turned old. Okay. I just, I can't, I'm 55 just as old. And so now my hip, yeah. Well, for me, it is. I've never been this age before. So oh, Okay. my hips and my knees, like I work out every morning, but if I do something that's different, my body reacts with, Hey, don't do that again. <laughs>
1: Right. Okay. I can relate. So okay. for me, I started out with that whole, let me just jog a little bit and walk and do walk, jog. I will say I did walk, jog for quite a while and um, that worked out, but then I realized that we sissyfy ourselves, if that's mm-hmm. a real word, into keeping things, you know, easy and simple instead of actually going for it and seeing how we're going to respond. So eventually I just went on and went for the mile. I started getting the mile, but I felt like at that point i was just getting that mile because i was walking four and five miles so to me i just couldn't see how that was you know so my calves did start squilling a little bit you know um <laughs> my hips started uh you know clunking a little bit but uh what i found was it was all the, not to be you know oh yeah that's how i do it but for me the stretching i yeah. have- Realize that I don't get to just start off running somewhere because I feel like it there's this uh, process as an adult that I must go through, which is, Mm. oh, we're going to stretch, you know, and and make sure we have enough water.
0: Have you tried cold showers or cold baths? Because I do that for my joints.
1: It's so interesting that you bring that up because one of the um, realtors where I'm at, she she started doing those cold plunges. And my mm-hmm. son's been taking complete cold showers for, I don't know, years now. Mm-hmm. And then I actually studied the Wim Hof method, which is where they go and they take those plunges and how beneficial it is. So, no, I have not done that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going a completely different direction. That's what I do for the last couple of years, at least four or five days a week. I have about a two to four minute segment of my shower, which is ice cold and I hate it and I cuss and I don't like it a bit. And I do the sauna. I'm trying to do more of that because my joints need it. But I thought you were going to go, I've done all this research. Everybody's doing it. Of course I do it. And it's like, nope.
1: Nope. No, I I have um, researched the benefits. And well, I think it was even at the era where I was looking at cryotherapy because yeah. it's good for muscle recovery too. But I had tried every now and then to go, you know, at the end of the shower, trying to put it all the way to cold and just, oh, yeah. okay, that was good enough. All right, but I will say that it makes you it makes you feel better, even though it was a couple of seconds. But as far as enduring it and getting in it, no, I just I haven't got there yet. I'm I'll, I'll take jogging first.
0: I, get, I I see I understand. Um, all right, so let me mark that off. We covered that. Did you? Get, and I yeah, I guess you kind of talked about the new goals of 2023. So before I well, I'm gonna bounce around. One more thing that we talked about last time you're on with. Me. Last time you were on with me, every time I saw you on social media, you were traveling. Yes. I mean, literally, you moved, and then you never were here. But I never Are you that. still doing that?
1: I sure am. What? <laughs> I was just out in San Diego um, a couple of weeks ago. And okay. then before then, you know, a little bit of New York. And then before then um, I will be actually heading back to California and I have Arizona on the map and I have Hawaii on the map and I have New York on the map. So I I do have amazing things on 2023's dashboard.
0: Yes. Well, oh, I'm kind of, I get to go to a cabin in a couple of weeks. That's about it. I don't have big, I need to get, I need to upgrade my, I don't like to fly though. You, you love to fly. I think so. I don't
1: know. I don't know. I will tell you that, I do appreciate the times I drove cross country because I love camera work. I love getting out when I see something beautiful and you know me, I chase cows and flowers. So mm-hmm. for me to pull over and take a picture of something is, is, you don't get to do that on a plane, on a plane, you're praying, please don't let those loud crying kids come in, or please don't allow somebody who stinks to sit next to me. I mean, there's different prayers when you're driving to when you're flying.
0: Yeah. I, my, my only prayer, and I've flown quite a bit. My only prayer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I'll sit next to the stinky bo kid that's hitting me in the head with a hammer. The little plastic me <laughs> me I'd right. rather do that than fall out of thirty thousand feet. Yeah. That's the only prayer I really want God to answer. The rest of them, uh, it's on me. I I mean, I'm I'm. If God goes, hey dude, you just endured the miracle of flight. I like I'll, I'll take the stinky people. I'm Clint, okay. you do know that flying's been around for a while now, right? Not <laughs> a minute.
1: I mean, at least not to Mars. That's more new now. The flight to Mars. That that one's still I'm still not really excited about
0: I, right now. I just now. think I'll drive. I'm a driver. I'm I'm a, I'll just drive across country that's one thing I'd like to do before I die is drive across country. So when
1: if you were to go to like Paris, you're just gonna
0: cross country. I'll just go cross country. I'm not gonna yeah, i I'll drive to California or the Grand Canyon and I've been to New York, I've been to Idaho, I've flown. Right. I'm just a huge sissy. Okay. Um, I want to jump into something and we're going to bounce around again and I'll I'll come back and kind of wrap up so people know how to get in touch with you and what you do. But this book that you have coming out is, is actually is part of what you do. I mean, the book's motivation is part of the things you provide your clients. So let's, let's set this up. Why don't you tell people what you do for your clients and what, what, you know, what you do for a living and then. I want to talk about this book and this service that I think was inspired by God. I'll be the one to say it. You don't have to. All right.
1: Okay. So I am an awareness coach and a lot of people go, well, okay, she's a life coach. They like to put us all in one batch of coaching. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, I appreciate every type of coaching there is. And I think your life calls for a different type of coaching. We only coaching always, whether it's a mentorship, whether it's therapy, whether it's coach, whatever, we always need to grow. And a lot of times we try to do all that by ourselves. With awareness coaching, it's more or less, you're sick of seeing the same patterns in your life. You can't get past a certain threshold of anger. You are um, holding yourself back because of, you don't know why. Many times the people who come to me, they don't know why, they just feel like they're overwhelmed and they're done. And I've had clients as young as 22 and as seasoned as 72. Mm-hmm. And you you don't get to run from yourself. You think you are, but this whole time self is with you. So I have learned that um, the younger, generation is kind of coming across that quicker. They're going, I don't like this life. I don't know what's going on with this life, but I want off. We are about a little bit, well, our age group and beyond, we seem to be the tougher of um, the generations. And so we just cope, find ways to cope. We deal with it. Then we get kind of like a brick wall. So my clients come to me with an array of situations, but it all ends up boiling down to how they truly feel about themselves and this isn't this oh you need to love you and you need to be a greatest cheerleader no it's like let me make you aware of or help you to see why you're aware of what you're doing to yourself because of something that's way deep down in there and so it's like a mirror work but amplified
0: well you had mentioned that a number of your clients i don't know if all of them or number of your clients all we all have baggage. We all have this big suitcase and we decide to what to put in it and drag through life and it yes. gets heavy. But a lot of your clients have been through what you would consider probably more than their average share of drama. I mean, of trauma and, right. and maybe abuse even, right?
1: Yes, a lot of childhood abuse, very common in my clients. Um, the other thing I wanna, I guess, emphasize on is somebody's dad may have called them stupid and that may have been traumatic all the way through their, until they're 50 and they're just now purging it. Somebody may have been locked in a closet and that may have been traumatic. So I think it's very important that we understand whether a child had a less than favorable circumstance or whether it was something that gnawed at somebody's head for 50 years, mm. it can cause a lot of trauma response and a wall to build up. So, yeah, but a common factor is they've all dealt with some type of very unfortunate circumstance.
0: Well, and I think um, you wouldn't mind me saying this and we're going to use this as a way to kind of talk about T therapy in, in the book but you can relate to them. You had uh, some up child uh, raising some issues as you were being raised as a child. And then even older people may not know this. You have brought it up a couple of times on the podcast in the past, but we've not spent tons of time on it. Very successful person. And then you find yourself, you know, going through dumpsters and and it it was not, you didn't look up one day and go, this is exactly how I planned it.
1: (laughs) You know, it's not. And so in T therapy in the book, I actually go into that about how it came about. And one of the things I mentioned was as I was mad, angry, and as I was so proud, here I was so proud of myself that I got through childhood traumas, I became successful regardless. I was at the top of the food chain for what I had did. I had raised three kids single-handedly, parentless, you you know, the whole thing. And so I was ticked off and I was down in the dumpster and as I was smelling smells and getting down to those cans and those bottles, um, I just, I was so angry and I cried up at God and I said, God, why? why was my childhood not enough like am i is my suffering not enough like you know and i told him i said god everything that i've been told about you i am claiming in this moment you said that we're all entitled to a great life you said that we can all have and so i said and i'm claiming it because if something doesn't change i don't know if i can go on so at 40 there i was going i don't know if i can do this you know i I don't know if i can do this and so that was that turning moment for me and then that's when tea therapy started actually the process. what
0: is tea therapy and 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 how did that inspire the book if you don't mind and and you can pick this apart however you choose to start where you want to
1: thank you i usually do anyway you're such a wonderful host you're like she's gonna ramble off anyway so just let her do it okay
0: Get re- ready go
1: <laughs> and so um tea therapy is it's it's a formulated technique that allows you to take your feelings about something and someone, put it out on paper and just throw it all out there, however you want to. It's a five step process. So you find out who you're talking about, you do the work designed in the page, which will go over what you need to put in the list. Um, from there, you write a letter, you know, you actually burn the letter and then you do a seal. And as much as that seems like a small thing, when you're actually able to put something out there, and get rid of it instead of your common situations where people want to hear about your problems, but then you just pack it back up and go home with it. This allows you to get it off. It allows you to uh, let it go and watch it burn. And so it really does something emotionally. And so I went through the process myself. I was spiritually guided to sit down, do this in the process that I have laid out in the book and listen step-by-step. And I did it through all those things that have happened to me from childhood all the way up to the current moments and when I tell you it was life-changing if I were to show you a picture of me a few years before I had Mm -hmm. did t-therapy and the picture of me now you will see where I was able to get rid of the very things that were that were really there that I wasn't aware of which is why I call this awareness coaching and so um It's kind of how it came up. I was sitting there in a pair of sunglasses, and I go over this in the book, my truth about those moments where I was sitting there in that very small kitchen in a crime-ridden neighborhood because what had happened, which was the incident that led me into the dumpsters, it's like I went back to the nightmare of my childhood. Like, I had outgrew all that bad neighborhoods, you know, um, environments that weren't conducive of growth. I was going to bed hungry again like I was as a child, and, and I was there in my big fluffy robe and my sunglasses, and I was doing these teas. And it's like, I got to live again after that. My life has been amazing. Um, it's always been amazing, even when it hurt, but in just the realest way, it's the best it's ever been. And this is what was happening with my clients. I started using this on my clients. And I also, you'll see in the book where clients have actually written testimonials about their experience and they're very real about it. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this and, this and this and that, and uh, they've changed too.
0: So, is, is tea a part of this? Is the tea you drink part of this? T-E-A? Or, oh, so,
1: oh. you take you get this herbal tea. I'm just kidding. No. Oh. The, the tea therapy is because in the process, you are to write the letter T on a paper.
0: Oh.
1: The tea therapy came up, but I just thought it would be really cute if you're spilling the tea because- What
0: kind of tea is that?
1: This is um, yogi tea. I'm really big about yogi tea. Right, what
0: is yogi tea? <laughs> well, first of all,
1: it's vegan. <laughs>
0: Second <laughs> of all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up, back up, back up. You a- it's vegan. Yeah, it
1: is. It's what is vegan not- tea? I don't know. It's just
0: cared for. Just let me run with it, Clint. Let me run with that what one. hell is vegan tea? What is that different than the tea made out of meat? What are we doing? It, it is. What? It is very- it's very. not cow tea. It is this not. Is- I'm drinking. What do you have? This is a water with sugar-free crystal light.
1: Mm-hmm. Big things, Clint. Big things. <laughs> but hey, you're... but I drink it like this. See my pinky? Oh gosh, let me. Okay, yeah, you yeah. got my my
0: thing. tea.
1: It also gives you a you know a beautiful little fortune, so you don't have to go to you know the restaurant and get them out of your fortune because you.
0: Can... I, I I can I'm gonna as soon as I get off this I'm looking at vegan tea though I can tell you that right now.
1: Well, it has the little V on the box, so that I don't know.
0: Easy okay well that's a different conversation i guess what is it's made with really good herbs i don't know but by the way i do i like green tea i like green tea i like lemon honey tea i like teas teas are very therapeutic and if you drink them right they're really good for your immune system
1: this is one of those things where i say you know i like dogs and you're like oh i have a friend who likes dogs i've
0: been to paris i like to fly okay i like i like eggs we're just saying random shit now (laughs) Have you ever stood up tall? What? What are you doing?
1: I mean, 5'2 is hard, but I work it. Yeah.
0: I mean. No, you're fine. On this video, you don't look 5'2. You look normal.
1: Well, what's great. Actually, see people that I caught that when you actually see people in person, uh, they'll go, Wow, you're a lot shorter than I thought. And I was like, I'm glad I'm not a guy because I think that stings worse for a guy than it does for a woman. So. I get it.
0: I hang out with really athletic dudes, I'm 5'10 on a good day, mm-hmm. and I hang out with dudes that are like six seven, six eight. And what's up, looks like you know, I'm like, whatever, I don't care. That's I'm just, yeah, yeah, you got to have ego checks. Um, Okay. But talk about, so you got, you've got the therapy and it's just part of what you do. The T therapy is just one small part of what you do.
1: Yes.
0: But how did that translate into the book? So of all the stuff you do, how did this translate to the book and what led to the book and what can people expect from the book?
1: That was a lot. That was a mouthful, Clint. So Mm -hmm. let me break that down. Uh, Yes, correct. It is one of the uh, techniques that I use. And the reason that I chose to write about this particular technique is because it was the one where I see the most immediate, um, expressive, biggest turnaround in my clients. They All the things add to the support, all the other techniques add to the support of the total change of a person. Because as we know, you just don't decide one day, I'm just going to be different and not have different ways or different um, it, um, things to to use tools to use. You got to change your whole t- toolbox when you change yourself. So T therapy was just something that was so big in the change. And so why I wanted to write the book about it was because I had to get people who would maybe call for services, right? They, they And there are some clients, believe it or not, that I didn't take on. And it wasn't because I don't believe everybody deserves, you know, to get, I just realized what my limitations are. Right. And I understand that there has to be a I understand that as I've gotten to learn people, that there's a time and a space where they're actually ready for it. So my time is valuable and their time is valuable too. And most people care when they're paying for something, they want certain results. And if I feel they're just not in that position with themselves to be open enough to it, it's just, it's a timing thing sometimes.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I was speaking with a lady and she said, well, you know, my husband's kind of old school. He doesn't believe in video. He doesn't believe in talking to anybody do you have anything that I could just give somebody that doesn't want to go or talk to anybody or whatever? But she said, this really worked for me, but I want it to work for him too. But he won't listen to me because I'm his wife. And well, you know, I I just wish there was something that I had. And I said, look at God, look at God. So he was wanting me to put something out there for those people who may not know where to go Mm. or who, who who don't feel comfortable talking with people who, who came from an era like many of us who said, you know, uh, therapy is, you know, for babies or it's taboo or it's, you know, whatever the case is. So I said, if I could give one part of what I do away that I feel would be most beneficial and that would give results and that would help people through to maybe wanting to be better after they get through this part of themselves, because to me, this is that great wall of China you get over with mm-hmm. your, once you're able to do this part, then you're more open, you're more open to receiving, Um, a lot of things from advice to, you know, being able to be a little bit more open spiritually. So that's what led me to write the books because I feel like there is a whole group of people who just don't feel comfortable talking to somebody just yet, but that this is a guide to get you, getting you into your best self, which in turn may lead you to getting additional, um, I don't, help sounds like something's wrong with you, but additional information. Support maybe. yeah support. Yes, thank you, Clint. Mm -hmm. So that's how that came up. And then your 15th question was, what
0: was it? My 15th question was, why are you so mean and sarcastic to me that, but we won't get to that. No, my 15th question was what do people expect? I know you kind of answered that already, but I mean, is this walking through the whole process? Is there follow up? Like you were to your point, how long's the book too, by the way,
1: it is a big whopping, I think 58 pages. Oh, wow. That's intentional. Because I wanted to get straight to the point.
0: Good for you.
1: You know that's hard for me to do. So, but I, I wanted to. It was. It's. I did put some reviews in there of people who've used it, just so they can have an idea from different perspectives what to expect. I did put a little bit of my background in there, and then I put literally step by step guide of tea therapy. There are some wonderful quotes in there. Um, there are also some ideas for once you get here, now what? So mm. it it is a guide, and I think on the. On the book itself on the cover it says a guide to leaning in on your life to live a free and well i'm going to chop that up but that's really what i mean is it it really allows you to lean in on your life in a private way and you know be better for it
0: do you still have to practice some of these things that you teach to people is this stuff you still have to put into play uh yourself
1: oh absolutely and that's the beautiful part about tea therapy it's the gift that keeps on giving and i mentioned that in the book because for instance, let's say I was taking a walk or jog now. I was taking a jog and I happened to see a little girl get, you know, aggressively put into her car seat or something. And maybe it brought back a moment in my life that I was dealt with aggressively that I forgot to do a T therapy on or that I forgot to process through. Now that I'm aware, which is why I call myself an awareness coach, because now I can be aware of those feelings and and see those as indicators of I need to do some work so what i would do is i would come home and i would do the tea therapy on that moment and talk about what i felt and it would immediately kind of attach whatever it was that memory would come and that's the beautiful part about tea therapy about oh shoot this was the time when i was in this foster home when this lady was ticked off and she threw me in the car well let me do tea therapy <clears> on <throat> the lady in that situation burn it seal it and i'm done now the next time i see a situation like that If I've done the T therapy, which this is proven to be true, is that I'll go into those situations. I no longer have feeling attached to it. The feeling is gone. I don't have that because believe it or not, we think we're grown up and that we don't have fears. But until something pokes that and I call it poking the bear, I call that with my clients and also plot in the book. When you poke the bear, you start to see that there's something there.
0: Yeah, I call it uh, the beast in the basement. I, I just did a podcast on this and, and mine is a little different. My, my, I, of course, it's not a system or therapy or anything like that, but I hit the heavy bag every morning and that is my beast in the basement. That's how I, I said this a bunch. If I wrote a book about these things that I've gone through the last five or six years and learned, it would be called, you know, it's basically only God knows if it's tears or sweat. That's it because you're working out and, and if you're, if you're pushing yourself at some point in time, the, I love your coaching. I've done coaching too. I do coaching for sales and business owners. I don't do the, the therapy stuff, but the coaching or awareness coaching. But if you, if you have the guts to open up the basement because the beast just gets bigger, we feed the beast Yes. We, we start believing all the things that were said. We don't challenge. We, we use words like, this always happens to me. This never happens for me. We don't challenge them. And so the beast just gets louder. Yes. And, and I I spoke to a small group uh, two weeks ago, about 12, about 15 people. And what happens, at least what happened for me is these things that go unchallenged gives more voice to the beast. Right. And so when I want to get up, let's say, and i use that example, if I want to get up at 630. So I might get up at 6.30 two days in a row, but then I might miss on a Wednesday. I only, I get up at 7.15 and as soon as I do my voice, that beast goes, told you, see, you're not a morning person. You're not built for this. That's for other people. Just go do the things that are comfortable. And I go, yeah, man, I've tried this. It's not who I am. Instead of getting up and facing the beast. Now your system seems to be much more methodical with some sort of start. And then a process, mine's just get up and go beat the crap out of a heavy bag and have my hands all knotted up where you, you know, so, but, but either way, whether you're doing it with a professional like you, or you just decide I'm going to go sweat it out, learning to address the beast yes, or whatever you call yes. it, learning to address that and face it is the key to me, at least that's my point.
1: No, absolutely. It is. And the fact that you're able to do it in a positive way, way is great until you bust the bag or your knuckles because I think you did have to replace your
0: bag. Not I've too. replaced two bags. And, and so it's really cool. So if you see this, you can't see it online, but watch me open my hand. Oh. see it pop?
1: Oh, yes. What's
0: that? There you go. It pops.
1: Yeah, you can have that. I'll leave yeah. that part to you. But
0: I'm going to write a new book. <laughs> right. uh, Idiots in the Basement. That's the new book. That's it.
1: I love the way that you had said that. And I will tell you that My goal with T therapy is to get you to understand what is it in you that doesn't allow that new idea of you to be more forward than the old idea of you. And when you're down there beating the bag, I would hope that my client would now be able to see that set awareness. Mm. Why am I beating the bag? Is it because I'm trying to beat it so I forget it so I can put it back under the rug? Or am I beating it because I don't want to face what's 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 driving me out there? So that's kind of what the awareness and t therapy is. Is I want to help that bag beating become
0: productive. An yeah.
1: yeah. So you can I, still the bag. That's oh of, yeah. You know.
0: Well, everybody has their method. I will tell you what what I found, and when I say that, God only God knows if it's sweat or tears. I really found that is that was my prayer time. Because I have, there's a great song, and I'm gonna look it up. Because podcast, we can do this kind of stuff. We don't have any time limits on it's radio. Hot. Laura, she's a Christian singer. Kingdom. So there is a song, and I'm gonna get it wrong, but it is oh, what is the name? Once and for all by Lauren Dangle. I don't know if you've ever heard it. No,
1: but I'm gonna write that down. It's
0: it. So the the lyrics basically are the. When your, king, your kingdom comes down, when everything, I, 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 I listen, I remember sitting on my front porch and the first time I found the heavy bag in this, I, I literally, my prayer to God was cussing out, fear, scare. When your kingdom comes completely down, I mean, everything you thought you were building is it's, gone.
1: Yes.
0: That's, that's, that's actually when you start living.
1: That was my dumpster moment.
0: There you go. I, I remember there was a, something happened on a Monday night I had to, I had to talk anyway, it, I just remember I was on a Tuesday morning having my cup of coffee before I was supposed to go speak to a group of professional business owners. and I was and I just I couldn't stop crying. I couldn't stop crying. And uh, it was at that moment that song got in my head. and uh, I was I was on the treadmill in the heavy bag after that and, and and not in a blame way. I went through all those emotions, but literally, to your point, and the reason i love what you're the book you're writing and the people that you're helping with this i i'm a big believer on finding what works yes and not everybody would respond to your system and you were talking about that before you came on right. but those who are meant to find you will find you and those okay. who and, and that's why i love when some people like you put stuff out there because it's meant to help the people it's meant to help and there's people that don't know how to gather all of these feelings and emotions and trauma and they're just getting up every day, faking it. Right. Now, what do they do? They need something like this.
1: Right. And I will tell you true to what you said as well, that that different things work for different people. And the other thing I'll even bring that to what we don't like to talk about many times in our society is there's a difference between men and women. There's something that's going to work for you is because you have a different right. Look, he's sliding up. <laughs> you have, you have a different brain you're wired differently than i am so what i loved about T therapy is i watched it work and process through both Mm. you know men and women and the youth and the elders so it it really worked and so um i got to see people become their best self and when you are able to be in a position like that you know you're where you need to be And so my dumpster moment, kind of like how you were talking about your moment and how living begins, you're absolutely true. Because had I not been at that moment and begged God to just show me what it is. And a lot of times when he starts showing you, you're like, what? How am I going to make these videos? I remember one time not having Wi-Fi, not having anything and having to use my cell phone and go really close to the store in the mall so I could get Wi-Fi to do a video. I mean, that's just where I started. I had, Mm. you know, and... When he's with you and when he gives you inspiration, it feeds you. And it's an amazing
0: thing. Yeah, men are different, too. We don't go to therapy. We, we do the bootstrap thing. And, and, and I think younger guys may be a little different now, but uh, I never have understood that. I've, I've had several people on that um, either divorce coach or relationship coach. And, and I, I've always tried to encourage dudes, listen, our life, we only get one shot at this life. Mm-hmm. I want to live as I do as all the work you can on your own. I'm a big believer on self-reliance. God, absolutely. but at some point if you need help, go get help as soon as you can because then you can start the the healthy living process quicker and your kids are dependent on you and so is your future self. And my um, life's too short for me. I'm like, listen, I don't know how to deal with these emotional waves. not been down this road before. There's people that've already surfed these. I'm gonna go talk with them. people like you. You know, I'm going to go talk with somebody that's done this and and then tells you, hey, are you going to cry forever? No, you won't cry forever. (laughs) You'll stop eventually, you big sissy. Thank you so much for saying that. Hey, how did you go ahead?
1: That's why I want that was a whole purpose, I guess, in a a nutshell of me wanting to get it into a book Mm. was because if I can get one person to open up a side of them that brings them closer to their best self and to being free from this baggage or, or self doubt or self hate or whatever, because they didn't want therapy, know about therapy, they couldn't afford therapy, you know, whatever it is. Like, I feel like I gave in a way that had an opportunity to reach those who may not, you know, may not see it or have the ability to pay for it.
0: Good for you. Um, I'm going to change topics and I'm going to keep you about another five minutes, but um, yeah, the, the, the dumpster moment. um, The other thing I think it's important for people to know is the, the, the life (laughs) people see you now and they hear you talk about the dumpster, but the moment you're in the dumpster or the moment I'm on my front steps crying and you decide I'm going to figure this out. Things don't, they don't just, you know, don't magically jump out of the dumpster and you're like, Oh, I'm back. Everything's great now. I've had this epiphany. Thank goodness. Woo. No yes. more of that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's just when the work starts, right? You can't, that's that moment's awesome. But it, if you don't do some follow-up work, you're going to have another moment and it was soon, right?
1: Yes. It was, it was not an epiphany saver, like a lifesaver. No, it was not. And it's interesting you say that because I am very transparent about that in the book. And I say, I wish I could tell you after all of that, that the floodgates of heaven opened and all the answers came and I was, you know, everything was fine. You know, my finances changed and my whatever. No, it's actually when the call for work began. And so I had to walk into what I'm talking about now. I had to go to bed hungry and wake up with a smile on my face. I had to, and that's actually when I, got that little acting gig that I did, which is what got me that IMDB credit, was at a hungry moment happy to go on set because they fed the talent.
0: Like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go look up that little IBD. I didn't know that.
1: Yes, if you look up Amy Bolding, it's on there and it's the dog and the rabbit. And um I Oh, hold on a second. Chloe, what's my name?
0: Hold on a second. Amy Bolding. You
1: scroll on down you find IMDb credit.
0: Well, yeah, plan. the dog and the rabbit, right there it is.
1: I mean, how much did you know about me when you've been interviewing me for the last few years? Like, well, I mean, I guess how... I,
0: knew, I knew that already, but you're, you're so, what's this? This is called professional, you ready? You're so amazing now that I really didn't research a lot of your history because your now is so intriguing. Oh,
1: uh, okay. See? Uh, well, it's forgiven.
0: Yeah, I was mm, forgiven. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, but go but ahead.
1: That was in the middle of my dumpster diving life. And so where I kept getting inspired and the reason for that was for anybody who hasn't followed the story, there was a situation that had happened in my life that kind of made my nursing license go on hold. I didn't do anything to patient. I didn't do anything. Just to be just to be completely honest, it was a a police brutality situation. And, um, so for two years I was going through courts to basically, you know, I had damage. My son was, I had damage. I had injuries. My son had injuries. It was a very, we won't get into that, but, When you're in anything like that you're in the healthcare field they kind of put your license on hold because you're involved in a legal situation well i thought what can i do i applied for mcdonald's they rejected me i had applied for uh what do you call that the delivery uber Mm -hmm. Uh, at the time it wasn't uber eats but i think it was uber i couldn't do that because my car had two doors and i guess you can't uber with two doors um and then i tried to do the food delivery um Grubhub or whatever it was, they had denied me. And so I was still crying. So I go in this line with these big old stinky, smelly bags of, um, recycling. And something I want to say something spirit inspired me, go on to backstage, put your resume on there, go get you some acting gigs. It'll pay you 50 here, a hundred here, a thousand here. And so that's exactly what I did. Now, mind you, I was in such a broken state of everything. I didn't have money for like Wi-Fi or internet so I would go and do these they would allow you to upload your um, your audition and so I would go to where I could get free Wi-Fi and make it as comfortable and as quiet as I could and lo and behold I would get these gigs and so I remember my first one there was it was amazing. And, um, but it was out in Joshua Tree. So for anybody who's in California and knows where Joshua Tree, you'd think murders happen out there on a daily. So lose signal. My car was almost getting stuck in sand and everything else. But, um, so that's what kept me through was actual small little acting gigs. And one of them just ironically, I didn't realize it was worthy of IMDb credit and um, went into small films, whatever. And I still stay in touch with that that cast there. God always makes a way out of no way if you allow him to. And I don't think we're always comfortable with the how. Because my first thing was a doubt. I'm like, what am I going to do acting? Like, I just did. I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse, you know, at that time, seven years, eight years, whatever it was. Like, really? I'm going to go act? So you just got to trust.
0: Have you thought about doing more acting?
1: I haven't dabbled in it. And since that era um i'm more into possible voiceovers right now oh, okay because i will tell you that i honor actresses and actors in a totally different way now but i also understand that i'd rather be the writer than the actor so mm. maybe if i write movies that would be good
0: that would be cool
1: but when you're sitting in one spot for like eight hours to get one shot you start to go i get paid for this like this is my bones hurt like i'm still sitting in the same position we did it 15 times like I had my ankle on the floor because I was sitting next to a couch, and it was that weird position. And you're like, okay, "It hurts." And they don't care. That it hurts. They need. They need you to sit there. Yeah,
0: play. my my buddy. I've had him on several times. He's been on some big movies. He just wrote a really best selling book. His name's Gary Miller. He's been on movies like Harrison Ford and Tom Cruise. He's been on some big movies. He's he's just really great guy, but he's talked about that. He goes, sometimes he goes watching professional actors cause he he's been in them, but he doesn't consider, consider himself a professional actor, right. even though he's got an, he's got a, a, a great resume, but he talks, watching how they'll go, we got to redo that. He goes, and man, those, the actors that are, that's how they make a living. Like the how he goes, they're like machines. They're yeah. just bam, yes. bam. And I'm like, yes. that, that and, and to hear those stories is amazing. Um, all right, so when will the book be out and available and where can people find out more about it and so they can stay in tune with up, up to date with it.
1: It has just gone. I had to finish modifying the interior and all that good stuff and so it is ready to go. And so I don't have an exact date, but you better believe it's going to be within the next 30 to 60 days. Um, I will have that date and I will have it out on my Facebook and my Instagram.
0: So we'll be looking be up. Huh? Is it just under Amy Bolding? Is your yes,
1: it 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 will be under, oh, my Instagram and my, yeah. I think Instagram is actually Lady Bolding. I'm sorry. It's I lady, just want
0: people to- But know, I think you can search me follow.
1: as Amy Bolding and I'll come up. You know, so and I'll
0: share it on During the Break podcast page too. So whenever it comes out, I'll be sure to grab it and go share it so people can, can find yeah. it.
1: It's going to be in, um, what do you call that, Kindle version? Oh, good. Yeah, so it's it's already been um, shaped into both. So it will be available on both. So. Um, book but I do suggest you actually get the book because it's small you can take it with you and you're actually able to um, Make sure you read the complete book and I put it in there read the complete step process to do the doing the tea Don't just start doing it as you're reading it read the six or eight pages that go over the exact step by step. So for those of you who get a box and you just start putting stuff together. This is not one of those
0: things you want to put together. You actually want to read the directions. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I felt like you're talking to the dudes, but that's okay. No, uh, it's definitely me too. Ah, okay. Me too. Cause I, I'm a different from most guys. I actually pull everything apart and lay the parts aside where it's supposed to go in the order. My daughter and I put stuff together and she, she's like, just start putting it together. I'm like, Hey, 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 there's a system to this. There's a process. Yeah. Hey, one last thing I wanted to bring up with you. Um, um, we're both contemplating this. I'm thinking about using the computer in my home base for Facebook, social media emails. I'm thinking about going old school and getting a flip phone where the only thing I can do is call and text just a few words at a time because you got to push the nine, six times. To- right. I'm thinking about that. I said that to you and you go me too.
1: Yes. This is actually last year. I had talked about this very heavily. Well, prior to that, I had got a, a new laptop, and I said, you know what? I'm not putting any social media on this laptop. I'm not putting any, you know, anything other than just what I need for my books or for my clients, my Zoom, you know, because my uh, one-on-one clients is virtual, so it's uh, So I needed that. My um, iPad, I was a little bit more. I let Netflix go on there and some other things, and then on my cell phone, it has stuff. But as you know, I take hiatuses like often. I'll mm-hmm. be off social media for like three months at a time. And so for me, I just feel like we're always plugged in and when we're always plugged in, when we always do anything, we become it regardless of the fact of us realizing it or not, it starts to camouflage as a part of us. And then before you know it, we don't know how to just be right. And so I am all for the flip. So I mentioned that to somebody, I said, I want to do that flip. They're like, Oh, you know, Samsung or whoever it was got the new flip. I said, no, I'm talking about the one that just rings.
0: The night the, the two thousand and eight, no two thousand and seven. No yeah, that's <laughs> the that flips open. Yes. And that that's all it does. Yes. I am so tempted.
1: No, I I'm I'm really to be honest. And now that my children are grown, I don't know why I feel like my phone being up to date had to do with my kids, but maybe it's because they were kind of raised into, you know, uh. I, the other thing is, I feel like we've gotten further from talking to people. Yeah. It's so easy to text or a voice memo. Um, and I had to check myself on that this year. I said, mm-hmm. I need to do what healthy people do and actually call people and hear their voice. My thing's, oh, they might be busy. Oh, I know their life is whatever. Nah, nah, nah. And so I am learning that it is very important to say hi, hello, how are you?
0: Yeah, they won't answer if they're busy. They'll call you back later. It's what we used to do at home. I used to ignore people, and especially in the caller ID. I'd look up. Yeah, I'll talk to them. Later. I'll call them back in a minute. Right. I just, I'm, I, I I'm, I think I'm sold. I don't know how I'm going to do it because I got to keep my phone. I've had my same phone number since 1998 or 1999.
1: I've not. Would well, you just it, or that was that like?
0: Yeah, I, I, I want to do that. I think I just want to keep the number and just go. get, I don't even know if they sell those though. I don't know. I'm sure I'm somebody sure
1: they does. do. I'm, I'm sure they do because some of the um, workers that are like forestry, they have to have those. Stu- they actually call them sturdier, mm-hmm. sturdier phones that um, work off of a different whatever because they're up in the higher areas.
0: Can you imagine the first time I tell you tell somebody like, "Oh, I can't text you until I get home. or mm-hmm. I can't email you. Why? I'm on a I'm on a 1999 flip phone. Flip it." And I can't, I can't email you.
1: I and can't. I wonder if that's going to be the thing. I mean, not saying that we're over the hill, but saying, I wonder if that's us trying to reach back to what was comfortable to us, or if that's going to become the popular thing because people are finding out how they are really attached to everything, dinging and pinging on their phone.
0: And that's how- what I'm learning. Right. I am here, I am now Pavlov's dog because if this thing, <laughs> I could be talking to you. So how are you, people, oh, who who texts me? Who, somebody, oh, I'm sorry beep wait a minute hold on wait a minute what
1: now i've watched people literally wake up and go to their phone they roll over and go to their phone and it and it hurts my soul like it does because i'm like so you didn't even i mean you're alive so that's pretty important but whatever that is can wait and you know um so i'm big about that not paying attention i people get irritated with me because i'm like oh i texted you five hours ago okay good You know, I mean, there would be times where I would be half a day without my phone, even a day. I mean, I'm just good like that.
0: Me too. I can do that way too. But it's
1: like, that doesn't mean that there aren't times where I'll go scroll through my emails four or five times a day instead of me just going once a day at wake, you know, after morning time and then maybe evening time. But because it's there.
0: Let's just agree. What's the very first thing you should do in the morning when you get up? Just so we know.
1: Uh. You should stretch. When you sit up, you should stretch your arms out, and you should. Okay. So after that part, then um, I always say like ten unthankfuls. Literally, just unthankful, yeah. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Okay. Stay with me. You might like something I say. Hold on. So then after that, of course, is prayer and meditation. And then if it's a if it's a on schedule day, it will be journal. But mm, it's. Journaling has become more nighttime again than morning, so that, that always has a little... What do you do, first thing in the morning?
0: I, I go hit my heavy bag, and I do... I've got three minutes of thankfulness where I, I, I pray for somebody right? they don't know. Yeah, but but but, but first thing, I stress Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee. When, when are you working coffee into this?
1: So, you know, when we're talking about cell phones and flip phones, I'm the type of person where if I feel like I have to get up and answer to something, whether it's a pot of coffee or whatever, then... I'm not myself so i've gotten to where my coffee doesn't come in until a little bit later mm. i do mm. drink this green drink though that's pretty awesome but that's I drink
0: not, a green drink
1: not, I, oh yeah I remember yeah.
0: but when you say you don't drink coffee till later that makes me want to do this what
1: the? i know I'm it's just it's, funny, yeah. it's just this new thing it's i don't know life is beautiful and i don't feel like i have a need for any i think that's when you truly start leaving like, living it's like i'm not attached to a thing or a way i'm really just i'm i'm present see but pretty, i think
0: yeah. i'm attached to coffee but i think you are i think you're attached to not being attached that's what i think
1: i don't know because i really do like outdoors so if i don't peek it's... my head outdoors every now i start to rattle i start to really get rattled so
0: yeah, that I think we can agree on, and I'll we'll wrap it up. But I, I think COVID helped me realize that I've always been like fire pit guy, and I like taking walks and, and little hiking trails. Right. I, and I think COVID brought that to our attention a lot. Of us, like, oh, I man, the sunshine feels good on your face, just feeling the wind and going outside barefooted and standing in the grass with no shoes on. Perfect five,
1: grounding. Nice grounding. Yes. yes. Look at you. I mean you're so smart you're an, now, you're an author have a certain age it's smart so sort
0: of. <laughs> i think i'm i think i'm pretty much older than you so i don't know how you can do that so anyway there we go oh
1: but i'm but i'm inching away i'm inching away a
0: little I, bit at a time
1: yeah i'm gonna share something right. exclusive with you really fast here we go
0: ready i love this
1: i already have the other book started and Ooh. The other thing, and it actually doesn't have to do, we won't talk about what it's about, because that's going to be literally, it will take us into rampage. The other thing is, I'm expecting my first grandbaby. So, right.
0: Wow. So, I'm
1: looking for suggestive names. I've heard glamour I've heard, you know, so um, I just don't know. But uh, it was great when people were like, oh, that's your mother? And my son, my oldest son is like, yeah, that's my mom. I'm like, that. that feels so good.
0: That's awesome. Well, you look very young. I've got the perfect grandma name for you, though.
1: I don't I, I, why a little bit he's afraid right now. I don't know, but okay.
0: B. Okay, B. Yeah. B. Okay. It is my, B. I want to go see B. Okay. You're Lady B. Right. B.
1: That That's true. You do know yeah. why the Lady B came up, right? You know how that came up?
0: I was bolding. I don't know.
1: So in my interview on the Les Brown stage, and, 2020 or 21, I'm not sure what I was on the stage, but um, I go over the instance of being in the uh, dumpster. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, had the reason Lady B came up was because I looked at my my life and I said, had God not not kept me, I would have been a monster, but he, he truly has unfailing love for me and it kept me a lady. So that's where Lady B came in.
0: Just oh.
1: But must that said. is
0: very cool. What names do you have, though? For your, have you come up with any that you want? That you Have you narrowed it down to a few that you want the, the your new grandchild to call you? No. Oh, okay.
1: That's that's the thing. And the thing is, we're, we're on the countdown. You know, this beautiful baby is due this month. And we didn't do gender reveal. We just did baby showers. So it's really exciting. So, so I, you don't know? No. They don't know.
0: That's silly in today's world. What are we (laughs) doing?
1: Keeping it to themselves, but it was, everything was gender neutral as far as the uh, baby shower and stuff. So, but I am looking forward to the reason why this is so special to me and I wanted to share it, especially because you kind of, you know, been there through my phases is because it is the first time that my children or their children will have a grandmother because, you know, my mom passed when I was six. So my Mm. children met their grandmother at the cemetery when we take flowers, so this will be the first lineage of a child having a grandmother since me. So
0: how very cool! Eighth. That's a very cool thing. Good for you. Eighth. Now we got to come up with a nickname. We'll yeah. come up with it.
1: Yeah, I, I thought I that's. So I'm pretty sure somebody somewhere will be like, you know what? They'll be like, that's it. I,
0: I have a strange feeling that your little grandbaby is going to call you whatever they want, and you'll be okay with it.
1: You know what? I will certainly, and I'll be proud. I'll probably yeah. go get, like, a little um, name badge made in it. And maybe
0: A little name, tattoo.
1: Something. You never know. Maybe Gamby. That's cute. Gamby. Well, it's got the B, and it's not yeah. grandma. And it's not granny, but it's Gamby.
0: Are you <laughs> not going to be a grandma? grandma? I don't
1: know. I, I don't know what that – I mean, I, you know, um, grandma's okay. I mean, I, I don't even know where gra- – do you know where grandma came from? Is that just something we just keep saying?
0: Nah. Yeah. Well, grandma is grandmother, you know,
1: grandmother. I've already got
0: mine figured out whenever my kids, I'm, I'm going to be Papa. I want to be Papa.
1: I think Papa's cute. So yeah. that that's the difference. I think it should be Papa, whether it's, you know, Papa, whatever the letter of the person's name is or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, here comes Papa C or, you
0: know. Yeah. It's going to be Papa.
1: Papa's great.
0: Yeah. My dad is Papa Joe. My right. grandfather was Papa papa is a killing name i love that for a name for a grandfather papa. so it
1: is it is yeah. it is so if the in-law want a papa you guys gonna hit the bag over it or how are you guys gonna compete for who gets papa
0: I oh I'm, I'm papa we just all know that i think it's understood but what if
1: he's papa too what if this is not his first grandkid and he already goes by papa
0: yeah i understand that and i feel <laughs> for him he's got he's got a dilemma on hands, doesn't he i guess he's got some thinking to do <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know how to fix that for him. You don't know like, how to
1: help him with that. That
0: becomes a problem that's for crazy. his side. Yeah, I don't. I don't that's know crazy. what to tell him. I mean, he crazy. he might want to go ahead and prepare himself. Whoever that guy is out there, you that's some that's some tough tough road to hoe there, big fella. <laughs> Pop is taken.
1: Well, we'll say that yeah. um, I'm excited because, and Clint, I don't know that I've openly ever told you this, but I appreciate you being an open man about going to therapy because there are oh. men that need to hear that and know that it's okay. So.
0: Yeah, well, thank you very much. Thank you for writing the book. Thank you for what you're doing for your clients and staying true to what you do in life and traveling and moving and running now and and helping folks. Uh, You make me tired watching you because you do so much and it makes me get off my couch a little bit. So thank you for what you do. And everybody stay tuned. I will share it on my Facebook page and Instagram, but Spilling the Tea uh, will be out in the next month or so. And then I hope everybody goes and buys it and uh, let's it help you as well. Thank you, Amy. Yes, thank I appreciate you. it.
1: Thank you.
0: Bye, B. Bye. <laughs> See you.